The Horse and Hound Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Horse and Hound Babington Daily Podcast, supported by Bailey's Performance Balancer. And I'm Gemma Redrup. And um, today we're going to be talking about what's happened here first day at Babington, which is presented by Mars Question. And we're going to kick off by talking about the first horse inspection, which which took place earlier this afternoon in front of Babington House. It was really sunny, actually. It was lovely. And I'm joined here by my two Horse and Hound colleagues, Pippa Reem and Lucy Elder. Hi, guys. Hi Gemma. <laughs> I think we're all so excited to be here at Badminton and to be uh, down at the first horse inspection in the sun this afternoon was really special and see all the horses looking so shiny and well. They did look amazing, didn't they? They did and the crowd down there as well, it was a huge crowd and there's been huge crowds here all day I think. Uh, the shops look really busy, it really, it feels really, really special to be back here. I think everyone's just grateful to be back out somewhere really, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. We did have a couple of horses held at the first trot up so it wasn't just a fashion parade. It wasn't. The first one that was held was Classic Moe, Janelle Price's ride. Um, she's obviously an older horse, 19 years old, um, but the grand jury were happy to pass her after she came back from the holding box. Obviously felt she was perfectly fit to continue in the competition, which was great to see. It would have been a real shame to see a former winner go out of the competition at that early stage. For sure. And, and Lucy, there was one more as well that wasn't there that was held. There was, yes. Towards the end of the inspection, uh, Shadok, uh, who is ridden by French rider Hugo Pravazzi, he was asked to represent as well and this that's, this is going to be the first badminton for this rider and I believe it's also the horse's first five star mm-hmm. as a 16 year old self France gelding uh, they were long listed for the Olympics as well so again good to good to see them accepted the second time of second time of presenting yeah and there was unfortunately there was a late withdrawal so Tina Cook uh, didn't present uh, Billy the Red at the first horse inspection which is a shame and so that means with a couple of withdrawals after the cutoff date for the waitlist there's now 83 horses that will start the dressage tomorrow morning at half past nine i believe yep that's right Gemma. we have the guinea pig rider who is phoebe lock at 9 10 for those who don't know how the guinea pig works she is a rider who's not actually part of the competition but rides through the test to give the ground jury and all the officials a chance to test their systems and it's normally an honor that's given to a young rider looking for experience who might maybe be looking to start next year so nice to see phoebe getting that chance yeah it's a really lovely opportunity for her and i actually well we all got here a bit earlier today before the first horse inspection but i it meant that I had a chance to have a quick walk around the course and, and take some course photos, which will be on the Horse and Ham website very shortly, uh, if they're not already there by the time you listen to this. And I know, Lucy, you've already, you went to the preview, didn't you, and, and had, had a look around as well. I did, <laughs> and it looked... It looked very big then. Um, it looked yeah. amazing then, but yeah. Uh, yeah, how does it look now it's all dressed? Enormous. <laughs> Enormous. And I just hope that everybody that goes around on Saturday has got a horse that doesn't mind ditches because there are a lot of big yawning ditches out there. Uh, but I think it will be definitely really exciting to watch. I'm really looking forward to getting a chance to go around the five-star course, which hopefully I'll be able to do tomorrow. I haven't quite worked out that timetable yet, but should be possible. But I did have a look at the Voltaire Design Grass Roots Championships tracks yes. today <laughs> as the riders were going around those. And it's a really fun opportunity for me to look at those tracks at B90 and 100 level because I ride at B90 myself. So really interesting to see what a championship track looks like at that level and to see so many horses and riders at that grassroots 
grassroots level out really enjoying the opportunity to ride in in badminton's park and mm. horses really taking their riders forwards and some having a good spook at the crowds because obviously a lot of those horses would never see a crowd like no. that at a normal grassroots event but um, all going pretty well while I was walking around and just taking again the pictures of the dress fences to update the uh, galleries on our website yeah there was one le- there was one uh, competitor while I was walking the five-star track who was in the 90 championship and she jumped the last fence and she had a hell of a support crew there because I've never heard so much weeping and cheering and she was doing it as well. So it was, yeah, really nice to see. I saw some people who actually had uh, T-shirts as well with the name of the rider they were supporting printed on their T-shirt. I love that, representing. Yeah, (laughs) I had a look at the lake when I was walking around earlier as well and like you said, the crowd down there, it was a real atmosphere, really special. Gosh, that must be some real thrill uh, to, to be galloping up towards that lake and into those crowds there so and talking of crowds we've heard that saturday sold out yeah yeah amazing i think it's something like sixteen thousand cars is it that that can that can come through so there's going to be i mean it's going to be amazing isn't it the atmosphere is going to be electric i reckon yeah and don't forget if you're coming to badminton on any day you need to buy a ticket in advance that saturday is sold out so you'll have to watch that one on the live stream if you haven't got a ticket but if you're planning to come on another day make sure you buy your tickets in advance because you can't just turn up on the gate this year Thanks, that Pippa, and we'll be back after this short break. The Horse and Hound Badminton Daily Podcast is supported by Bailey's Performance Balancer, the low-starch, low-calorie option accredited by Beta as suitable for horses prone to gastric ulcers and ideal for working good doers who don't need the calories of other ulcer-friendly feeds like Bailey's Ease and Excel. So now we're going to make some predictions, I think. Uh, We're going to start with who we think is going to win Babington this year. I'm going to let Lucy go first on this one. (laughs) So I know that we've got some quite similar thoughts on this, um, but... For me, it is between Tom McEwen on Toledo de Cursa and Laura Collett on London 52, of course. Uh, They were both part of our gold medal winning team out in Tokyo and Tom was the silver medal winner out there. I think if I'm going to... I'm erring on the side of Laura. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Jenna? Good, because I'm picking Tom (laughs) (laughs) and Toledo. So, yeah, I mean, they're just a class combination. The horse doesn't obviously doesn't have a weak phase. Um, And I think it's their time to win badminton for sure and Pippa how about you? I'm going for the third member of our gold medal winning team so not very imaginative but uh, Oliver Town and Ballamore class they've won twice at five star they've got four other top five placings at the level and I uh, yep I'm, I'm backing them I know they had three show jumps down recently on one of their prep runs so that was a bit of an outlier in their form but I'm hoping that was a one-off and everything will come together for Oliver this week. I have to say I, I was at reporting at Vernon Market where you said he had um, 12 faults there and I did watch him go cross country and he did make it look like a B90 so hopefully yeah like you say it was just a, a one-off blip and now we're going to uh, move on to doing some predictions for the Glen Trull trophy which is for the combination that rise the most places um, between the dressage and the final day 
so Pippa, let you go first on this one. I am picking an Australian rider for this one called Hazel Shannon. Her horse is called Willinga Park Clifford. They have won the Adelaide five star three times, so experienced at the level um, and have also jumped round Kentucky. But I think in this field, they will struggle a little bit to be competitive in the first phase. He's a thoroughbred horse, not that flashy on the flat, but they've got lots of experience cross country. So I think the uh, jumping phases are well within their capabilities. And yeah, backing Hazel for the Glenshaw Trophy. And how about you, Lucy? I've circled quite a few on my list, so oh. again, <laughs> I'm hedging my bets there. And, but it is such a strong field. So these, again, they're all, I mean, they're still very good dressage horses, but it, as people were saying in the context of the field, mm. um, I have picked horses for their, for their jumping records. Um, and I think... I could see it being SRS Can Do, uh, mm-hmm. which is Kylie Roddy's ride this year, or potentially David Dole and Galileo New Mode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it, looking at the jumping records, uh, it'd be interesting. To, I'd like to. I'd really like to see them do do well this week. How about you, Gemma? So I've gone for the youngest rider actually uh, in this year's field. So it's Alice Casburn, who's just 20 years old, and her wonderful horse Topspin, uh, who her mother Caroline actually bred, um, and I. I feel quite cruel saying, you know, naming them as, as a, a potential for for winning this trophy because Alice has been working so hard on his flat work over the winter and he is capable of doing putting in a, a nice score. But he, he is a very, very good jumper and they jumped double clear at, at Poe last year where they were 19th and that was uh, both of their first five stars. So, um, you know, I'm re- I, she's a lovely girl as well and um, I just, oh, yeah, I hope she has a great run. And then finally, we're going to predict who we think will be in the lead this time tomorrow after the first day of dressage. And I, there are a lot of lovely combinations that are, are going into the dressage tomorrow, so it's not a particularly easy prediction um, to make. But Pippa, we'll, we'll come to you. How about, what are you thinking? Yeah, I actually think the draw's quite front-loaded this year, yeah. Gemma. Funnily enough, I was last night, I was pulling some of the favourites out of the Horse and Hound form guide that's in this week's magazine and putting them into a, a feature on our web story. And um, I was like, gosh, there are an awful lot here. And I haven't even got halfway through, but like I I do think the draw is quite front-loaded, funnily enough. I am going for an American rider called Tammy Smith with a horse called My Baum. He is... I think the most beautiful horse in the field. Um, there were some some good looks at him at the trot up. He's won nine FEI events with Tammy, helped by his real prowess on the flat. They were the alternates for the US team at the Olympics last year. I was quite disappointed we didn't get to see them do the dressage yeah. test there, but I did see her riding him there in the um, the sort of warm up, the familiarisation session. It was a pretty special moment. Um, the horse actually was ridden by a student of Tammy's called Alex Ahern and came to. Tammy because Alex decided to give up and go and get a proper job or maybe go back to school I'm not sure which but she basically took Tammy out to dinner and said would you like to ride this horse Um, lovely yeah pretty amazing (laughs) moment and the horse is still owned by Alex and her parents um so special week for them special week for Tammy who has tried to start here before but was spun at the first trot up so it is really her debut although she has officially sort of tried to start so yep I'm backing Tammy Smith and my bound to be tomorrow's leaders very good and and Lucy how about yourself what are you thinking it's yeah as you said it's a front loaded it's it's going to be very interesting Hmm. Could Toledo de Cursa lead from that early on? I mean, potentially, or pretend, I'm going to actually plump for Sarah Bullimore and Rev de Rue. They oh, could yeah. be right up there, I think, at yeah. the end of at the end of day one. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, also Toledo, but another 
potential one for me would be JL Dublin and Nicola Wilson, who are obviously reigning European champions. He's a gorgeous horse and clearly very smart on the flat. So, yeah, but who knows? It's definitely going to be a, a very jam-packed day with lots of top, top combinations. So I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah, definitely. Really looking forward to it. Gemma, I think we've got time to make one more prediction. Can we okay. predict our first-timers who's going to be the best first-timer at the end of the weekend? Yes. Can I go first? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Upton and Cola. Uh, I mean, their record is fantastic um, and he's a beautiful horse as well again doesn't really have a weak phase Bubby's very good on the flat as well as obviously jumping and um, and so that would be my pick how about yours Lucy I'm going to go for Lauren Ennis uh, New Zealand rider she switched flags she used to ride for Britain and uh, before switching to New Zealand earlier this year and her own global fishing um, they are a really quality combination. This is going to be their first five star, their first badminton. And yeah, I would really love to see them as uh, taking home the best first timer prize. Lauren works full time as well. She does she's work full time, she's yeah. an accountant. So again, it's uh, a real a real dream. I did the first timer feature for her yeah. before, before badminton too. And uh, yeah, she was saying how she remembers she used to come here every year as a kid and they'd take photos at every fence yeah. and that was such a big part of it. So now her friends are all coming this week too and they'll be taking photos, but it's going to be Lauren jumping the fences. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's really, it's really a lovely special story. story. Yeah. How about you, Pippa? Definitely. I'm just wondering whether the listeners can hear the bins being empty yeah, it's behind. Yeah, really us. bad timing. <laughs> it's a bit of badminton. It's true badminton atmosphere, ladies and gentlemen, the bins being empty, but hopefully yeah. you can still hear us. I'm going for another US rider. I seem to be flying the stars and stripes today. Um, Ariel Gould. She rides a horse, an Irish bred horse by Master Imp called Learmore Master Plan. This pair have been 12th at Kentucky, 10th at Burley and 3rd at Lamoulin last year. So they've got a lot of experience at the level. He's a big horse and I think he'll love the cross country here. She's been working on her dressage um, I'm backing them for a top 10 finish. Okay, yeah. Well, there's, like, yeah, there's so many, aren't there, that, that really could be up there, first timers or not. So, yes, Keep an eye on the website um, throughout the rest of today and tomorrow. The, as I said, the first horse will be going into the dressage at half past nine tomorrow morning. That would be Kirsty Chabert with Classic. And we will be back tomorrow. We will. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Horse and Hound Babington Daily Podcast, supported by Bailey's Performance Balancer. And yep, look forward to having you all with us again tomorrow.